Hello and welcome to Root Causes, the PKI and Security Podcast, where a pair of industry veterans talk about all matters digital certificates in PKI. I'm Tim Callen, Chief Experience Officer at Sictigo, and I'm here with Jason Sirocco, SVP of Product at Sictigo. How are you doing today, Jason? Doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me. Okay, so we have been discussing uh, in a few episodes uh, the the concept, the open standard called FIDO, F-I-D-O, or WebAuthn which is a, a, a variant, a subset of FIDO. And by way of example, if you want some background, if you look at our episode 231, that's a great place to learn about, uh, learn about FIDO. Um, and we just want to return to that because I think that recently there was a public perspective from Microsoft, or at least from a pretty senior Microsoft executive on FIDO and digital certificates and all the rest. Uh, what's the background on this, Jason? Uh, the background is uh, basically the Microsoft executive in question is a product manager uh, over there, uh, basically made some statements to uh, technical journalists about the fact that they're very serious in, in obviously their uptake of FIDO. So is Apple and others. It's actually really interesting to see how uh, this passwordless authentication technology uh, has now been really well adopted and is going to be well adopted by all the major operating system vendors. And I think that that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, one of the things I think we talked about this before was exactly that. If you, you know... Critical mass is so important to this kind of thing. And if I can rely on the fact that I'm going to make up this number, 99% of the devices that want to connect to my public facing website are going to be supporting the standard, then it makes it much, much, much easier for me to allocate the resources to develop to that standard. And then so you start to imagine a world where all the devices can use FIDO or WebAuthn and all the sites can use WebAuthn and all of a sudden it's just ubiquitous, I, 100%. Exactly. So this article out of uh, Bank Info Security, I believe it was um, January 17, 2023. Yeah. Uh, Michael he- Headline reads, Microsoft exec on why FIDO authentication beats certificates, if you want to look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And isn't that interesting? Because there's a subtitle, which I think would have been the better title, which mm-hmm. is uh, Microsoft's Libby Brown on how fast FIDO passwordless authentication cuts complications. Gotcha. I think that I think that would have been yeah. the the good title because with, with cuts complications being the key there, right? Absolutely, and it does, yeah. and it does. I, I want to address the two things there about cutting complications, but cutting complications for whom and what that that the title that ultimately chose, which was uh, why FIDO authentication beats certificates. I just want to address those two things. Okay. And so cutting complications. So Tim, as you know, uh, it's it's tough out there to get from legacy passwords to passwordless. Mm-hmm. And one of the great ways that you can beat that is to change the operating system so that you're no longer having to build software that sits on top of the operating system. In other words, multi-factor authentication, right? That's right. that's essentially why MFA, MFA was a gigantic Band-Aid that was used for years and years. And we're not here to say that was a bad, bad road to take. It was probably the only road to take. But as we've said many times on this podcast, not all multi-factor authentication are created equal right. and some are downright weak. And we've seen a lot of problems and we, you and, and I, Tim, and, have reported. And even the best of them are imperfect. It's very true. 
It's very yeah. true. So if you actually have deep support for passwordless authentication down in the operating system level, that's awesome. Problem, two problems there is you do still have to build your software that will hook into it. In other words, just because Microsoft or Apple has chosen to adopt final standards doesn't mean that your application is going to use them. So in other words, legacy apps are still out hanging out in the wind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and the other, the other thing you've got to deal with is Fido is really absolutely ideal for business to consumer level passwordless authentication, Tim. That's yeah. a really important point I want to make. Well, and not only that, Fido is ideal for business consumer and is the first ideal solution ever in human history, right? So it's not just that business consumer is great with Fido. It's like, there isn't anything else that's great. <laughs> it's everything else is bad. Yeah, I, I would say that there have been some extremely clever uh, things that have come up in the last few years that could compete. And I, but I would say that you can see the way the world is going, and it's because Fido is a well thought out standard. The the big vendors have have are now going to be adopting it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the way to go, probably for B to C. And, and I, as I say, that's not a bad thing at all. Yeah. The reason why it's great for B2C, Tim, is because you don't need all of that uh, centralized technology that goes with certificates. Fido, of course, the basis of it in terms of identity is a cryptographic key pair. It's not a right. certificate. It's a cryptographic key pair that can be stored in a lot of different places, right? It can be stored in, uh, you, you, you know, one of the most popular places to put it is in a YubiKey uh, hardware token, right? We've all seen that. Uh, but also, you know, it, it took a long, long time for secure elements on mobile devices and laptops to be ubiquitously available. I mean, it took till Windows 11 before Microsoft said it had to be there, right, for, right. in terms of all the, the motherboard right. makers. So this marriage of hardware and software had to happen. That's, that's why it took this long to get here. But now that all this is in place, you can actually have a scheme, a protocol, which actually does the key pair generation at the device. And so therefore... It doesn't require the centralization creation of a certificate, and that makes it great for B2C when you don't completely control all right. the people who will be authenticating. That's the big point. Yeah, and because it's happening on these devices that are very well engineered by the people who are creating them, there's a high degree of confidence that um, you know the private key is secure. It's secure. It's stored in a secure place. It's not going to get out. It's not going to be stolen. Um, and so you can feel good about that aspect of things when the ordinary consumer would never have the knowledge to get that right. You just build a foolproof system to do it for them. That's it, Tim. Exactly. So in other words, I, 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 I like that subtitle, Final Passwordless Authentication Cuts Complications. And it should have actually said cuts complications for business to consumer authentication. Of course, right. they want a shorter title, but that's the way mm. I would have written it. So <laughs> to compare and contrast, like let's talk about beating certificates. Well, you definitely don't beat certificates in terms of business to business and business to uh, employee authentication. And absolutely right. not with respect to other types of device authentication as well. And so therefore, you know, somebody who might not listen to 200 and X podcast of this, 
you what? know this uh, what are there I, such people I, I, there might be there might be still <laughs> wow um Say it ain't if you if you haven't been, been up on the industry and you just read that title you might think oh geez fido is going to take over everything yeah and i gotta tell you that's just simply not true i think bank info security uh went a little far they were trying to be provocative with their title and that's that's great yeah. that's great um, I don't even think, you know, Libby herself, Libby Brown from Microsoft was really implying, you know, we're we're getting rid of certificates for everything. Because I'll tell you something right now, Microsoft is making enormous investments in certificate-based authentication, make no mistake. And that includes oh, their yeah. Azure platform and everywhere else Microsoft exists, which is a big, big world, you know, when you when you add it all up. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And yet at the same time, and all of that take Taken, taken as you said it, Jason. I, I 100% agree with you. Um, I still think it's, it's, it's very good and um, uh, important to acknowledge that in that B 2 C web property scenario that Microsoft is all in on FIDO, and and that's that's really important, right? Because Microsoft still controls the biggest user base of consumers in the world. Let's think about that new way to log into Windows, right? Uh, Windows mm -hmm. Hello. And yeah. Microsoft's done an enormous amount of work there. And I've been involved quite a bit with, you know, bring your own certificate schemes for things such as uh, Windows Hello for Business. And, you know, Microsoft, of course, you know, showing a lot of examples, how to hook up Active Directory certificate services, and of course, bring your own certificate schemes with other PKI systems. And for the vast majority of Windows users who are in enterprise environments, actually utilizing a certificate, it's a great idea. And I can tell you that that, that enormous amount of work that went into having a safe place to put credentials, those secure yeah. elements on mobile devices, uh, you know, laptops, et cetera, that same work applies just as well to, uh, to a certificate as it does to a crypto key. And so, in other words, <laughs> all boats are floating upwards uh, when it comes to stronger forms of authentication. I just got to say that for ce centralized authentication still makes an enormous amount of sense. And Tim, you and I have done endless numbers of podcasts about the benefits of certificates and, you know, revocation and renewals and uh, you know, all the things that come with having that defined lifespan that don't have to have the heavyweight layout uh, of a policy engine, it, which is what drives a crypto key, right? So in other words, there is a place for both certificates as well as crypto key schemes. Um, yes. But but B2C, geez, I got to say, you know, Fido seems to be pulling ahead here and, and good mm -hmm. for them. Yeah, agreed on all of that. Yep. So um, it's good to see, you know, Apple was really kind of the first mover in the WebAuthn space, or the first major mover, probably the first mover, first I was aware of. Um, but we all expected Microsoft to be every bit as committed. And, you know, seeing that level of commitment isn't really surprising. But again, it's good, right? It's what we want. And we're glad to see that confirmed. Absolutely. I can't also can't wait to see more of what Apple does. Apple's also had a lot of, um, you know, talk lately about Fido and how they're going to be implementing that. And as that comes up, we'll be keeping track. But anyway, Tim, that's that's it. I just wanted to call out that Excellent. specific article and uh, flesh out what, uh, you know, the, the, some of the nuances there. Very good. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Tim. This has been Rukazas. Rukazas.